everyone. Dave Debo here with a special episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in all the way from Florida, real estate entrepreneur, author, money guy, numbers guy, David Richter. David, how are you doing today? Great. Thanks for having me on, Dave. It's my pleasure. So, David, we met not that long ago and really clicked because we're both big fans of this guy and this book, Profit First by Michael Michaelwitz. In fact, you're such a fan, you decided to write a book along the same lines with him, but 100% focused on real estate investing. So show us what that book looks like, Profit yeah. First. Congratulations right on that. Yes. Profit First for Real Estate Investing. Oh, that is beautiful. That's fantastic. So when I got the book, the, the original Profit First, I haven't had the pleasure of reading your version yet. It's on its way. It's going to get into my hot little hand soon. You know, this is one of these two books that I have handy. Then when people ask me, hey, what's a big book that's made a big difference in your life? That's one of them that I show recently, right? And this whole Profit First idea is one of those things that I go, damn, I wish I had a clue into this or learned about this about 30 years ago. It would have made a huge, huge, huge difference in, in my life, that's for sure. Better late than never. But what was it about this whole concept that really resonated with you? And then what got you thinking about how to apply this for us as real estate investors? I had a good mentor who turned me on to the book because at that point in my career, I had worked with and for several investors had done several deals of my own, you know, and had done quite a few deals up to that point between the companies I've worked with. We did over, I think, 850 deals between wholesale, turnkeys, fix and flips, lease options. Like, so I got to see a lot in the real estate world. But then I had a mentor who said, Hey, you know, I think you should read Profit First. And that was after I told him that, Hey, I was starting a business to help investors with their numbers and help on this side because. From after working in those other businesses, I saw that as much money was coming in, as much was either going out or they didn't even know like where their numbers were or if they were taking too much out or if they were not taking enough, like what, you know, just basic things for the peace of mind for the entrepreneur and for that owner. And so I was like, you know, once we dove in and actually got the numbers in place and actually helped them understand their finances, there was the light bulb moments that went on in both times. And that's when I called my mentor and said, hey, this is what I'm doing. That's when he mentioned Profit First. So I did. That night, I downloaded it, the audiobook, because if you read Mike's books, they need to be on audio, the Audible or whatnot, because he's hilarious on there. And I downloaded it, took 10 pages of notes and said, this is it. This is a framework that because I'm a real estate investor, I've read Rich Dad, Poor Dad and like these other books that Robert Kiyosaki books and the other books, you know, like the richest man in Babylon and just a bunch of the money set mindset books. And I said, this is it. This is not only the, where you hear pay yourself first from all these other books. This is a practical system to pay yourself first and to grow and scale profitably, like, and really have control over your business. So that's what got me turned on to it. So then we started implementing it in real estate businesses for about six months. And I saw like, turnarounds in like a couple quarters of just intense clarity with the numbers and actually having money for vacation and money to do this and that. And like these turnarounds, that's when I went to Mike and said, Hey, I think there needs to be a book for the real estate investing world. What do you think? And kind of pitched that to him. And he said, yeah, 
I said, he said, I think the real estate investing niche is a great niche and they need their own book because it is a little bit different than just a service-based business or whatnot too. So that's kind of the progression of how we got to now, 14 months later, have Profit First for real estate investing here on the shelf behind me. Exactly. And I think the time this podcast is going to be coming out on December the 16th of 2021, we're going to do a full-on web presentation about this whole Profit First for real estate investing. So if you're part of my list, pay attention for that. You'll get an email about that. If you're not, you should definitely opt in. There's some place to do that here on the site. That's for sure. Or go to moneypartnerformula.com to get more information. Fantastic, David. So pay yourself first. We've all heard that a gazillion times, yet there seems to be a big difference between hearing it and doing it. At least I can I can tell yes. you from personal experience, that tends to be what happens. Where do most real estate investors screw up? What's the biggest mistake they make financially that you see over and over and over again? And how does Profit First help fix that? I love this question because this is one of the things I, if I'm ever speaking anywhere, I always usually speak on the three biggest mistakes that cost investors millions of dollars. And the very first one, avoiding the finances. That's the very biggest mistake I see. It's just avoiding it like the plague. Usually the entrepreneur is that business owner. They're the deal getter. They're the marketer. They're that, you know, they're exactly, they're that entrepreneur. And that's how, who I am too. So I totally understand that mindset and that mentality. And they, because we haven't been trained, unless you're one of the very, very small percentage who turned real estate investor from being an accountant, then right. unless you're like that, that very small percentage of people, then you weren't trained on this. We don't get this training. Even the Robert Kiyosaki type books don't give you that next step of what do you actually do? Like, how do you actually not only not avoid the finances, but have a system that works for you and works with you and doesn't give you stress and anxiety just as much as, you know, not knowing the finances and, you know, that already happens. Because the biggest thing I see that mistake of avoiding it, it's, really comes down to a lack of control. The business owner doesn't feel in control and they lose more sleep over not feeling in control because they don't know their numbers than usually if they know their numbers, but they're not hitting their targets or losing money or whatnot. They usually are losing more sleep because they don't have that control. So that's the biggest mistake I see. And then I could go on and on about some of the other mistakes I see as well, but that's where profit first, I feel like, how does that fix that? it not only helps you to focus on it, but it helps you to focus on your finances from your perspective, from the entrepreneur, because we check our bank accounts and Profit First is all about bank accounts. It's all about the practical steps, I should say, because I hate when people say, oh, it's bank accounts and it's you know setting up, but it's all about making sure you have a tangible step here to see your money from a very high level and from what you're already doing. So if you've heard of the envelope system, like Dave Ramsey or, you know, like grandma's envelope system where you divvy those up your cash into envelopes, you know, for your personal finances, profit first, the practical side is a lot like that for business owners. It's only you're using bank accounts and you're naming them such as profit, owner's compensation, owner's income tax. Like you're specifically opening up these bank accounts to funnel money in there. This helps you then see where your cash is actually going. You're now being intentional with every dollar. You're not going to be able to avoid your finances because when you log into your, your phone, I'm, if you're just listening, I'm raising my phone here, logging into your phone and seeing the different bank accounts on your banking app, 
you're going to see right there, oh, I have this much cash in my profit account, this much to pay myself, I've saved this much for my tax bill, and here's what I have in my operational expense account, my OPEX account to pay for the operations of the business. So you're going to, it's going to force you then to look at it from that high level and have pretty good clarity of where you are. So that's the number one reason and how Profit First, I feel like works with the owner to overcome that and not give them a bunch of anxiety of like, shoot, now I have to learn QuickBooks and I have to learn financial statements and all this. That I have to no go back to night school and take an accounting course. Right, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly, where it's no entrepreneur is going to want to do. Wow, that's another fantastic idea. Hold on to that thought for a sec. We'll be right back. Now, are you a real estate investor who's run out of cash or credit to grow your portfolio? Are you looking to grow your portfolio using other people's money and raising capital? Well, I want to show you how to raise six figures or more in six weeks or less at my upcoming Investor Attraction Workshop. You can get your ticket and find out all about it at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. We're going to spend a full day taking a deep dive into this roadmap that I've used to raise millions for my deals, and I've helped other people just like you cumulatively raise hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars for their deals as well. So again, you can check that out at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. And as a loyal listener to the podcast, you'll get 50% off your ticket when you use the discount code PODCAST. That's right, discount code PODCAST at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. See you at the next workshop. No, nobody wants to do that. Well, I tell you what, David, it, this whole concept has made a huge difference for me because I was one of those, you know, avoid the finances thing because I'd seen, you know, the way companies were supposed to supposedly have everything set up and it was yep. super complex and a pain in the butt. And and the way my accountant and my bookkeeper track everything is completely different from hmm. reality, right? So, yes. so having this kind of you know, different buckets or different envelopes to put money in was huge because it's really, it is very, very simple. And then the other thing was, now I don't know if you've probably seen this over and over again, most business owners just have the income come in, they dump it all into one account, they pay all of the expenses out of that, and then whatever's left over is what they get to cut themselves for a paycheck. Yeah, This completely changes that because I don't know about everybody else, but I find or I have found in the past where, you know, say you're going through a rough patch, which everybody does, well, you end up paying everybody else and you end up overpaying for things that you don't really need because you don't have your eye on the ball. You don't realize, hey, there's nothing left to pay yours truly at the end of the month. Yep. You're scrambling, you're scrambling to cover costs. So it really, really does help you keep on top of things. And then also it helps you make tough decisions sooner. Like, yes. what do I need to cut? Do I need to reduce staff? Do I do need to reduce expenses? And then it forces you to take a cold, hard look at that. That's been a huge, huge value for me. Over yeah, years. I 100% agree. Because it is all about that mindset shift from paying everyone else first besides yourself. But then that's why I like the practical steps because we hear it so often from so many different sources to pay yourself first. But then until you start getting in that habit and seeing the tangible benefits of doing that, it's hard for that mindset to sink in unless you're just an absolute, you can totally see the goal line, you know, and you know what's going to happen. But without that tangible doing of it, sometimes that mindset doesn't sink in. So that's why I love, here's the teeth behind it. Just do it and you'll see. You will see then, oh, what David, exactly what David's talking about here. Just 
that mindset shift that you're going to go from paying everyone else to actually being a healthy business owner and scaling profitably. And it also brings home the point very, very vividly that there's a huge difference between gross and net, mm, right? So yeah. many people say, hey, you know, I've got, I've, I've got a multi-million dollar business. Well, whoop-de-doo. I mean, if you've got multiple millions coming in, that's fantastic. What are your expenses? And bottom line, what's your net? Yeah. What's your net net? What's, what's coming into your pocket? And just as importantly, what's going into that profit pot? Because most of us, now there's another thing about profit first, we never really think about profit. Profit is basically just what we pay ourselves if you're self-employed or you're yep. a real estate investor. This really forces us to take that whole profit concept into account and understand really what that is. Yes. That's, that's huge. It is huge. I love that. It is that tangible benefit because usually that profit number means you're meeting with your CPA and they're telling you, you made a hundred thousand in profit and you're like, where okay, is where is it? <laughs> you know, like where to go? Like, you made a hundred thousand in profit. You're paying a hundred, you're paying tax on that too. And you're going, <laughs> right. ah, and you're where like, the hell is that? Where, where am I going to get that money? So yeah, that's, this is what it, this is the tangible benefits of that too, because so many people, when they, even when they think they're, they're savvy and they can read the financial statements and they can do this and that there's a big difference between like the financial statements, like a profit and loss and the actual cash going in and out of the accounts, especially in the real estate investing world, because we deal with the loans and, you know, we deal with different types of inflows and outflows of cash. Mm -hmm. So as long as we have a grasp on the cash portion of it, those other statements usually take care of themselves. And you don't have to worry about what those statements say usually. Because if you've got money in a bank account and it says like, hey, you've got money in here for income taxes, let's say, then your bottom line says 100,000 and you owe whatever it is, 20, 25 or whatever, and you've got 20 or 25 in your account, then you're like, there you go. It's already apportioned off into my income tax account and I could just wire this over and not have to worry about this for another year. That, you know, and it sounds like, sounds so simple and people that haven't been in that position go, well, that sounds pretty obvious. Well, guess what? It's obvious from the outside. It's it's not obvious all the time from the inside. So David, if people want to get a hold of your book, which I highly recommend they do, what's the best place for them to get it? Sure. Simplecfobook.com. So simplecfo, like chief financial officer book.com. You can either order it or pre-order it depending on where you're, when you're listening to this episode. All right. Well, this episode should be coming out I think after your book is launched. So awesome. Should be should be up and going. Yeah. Fantastic. So David, if somebody's listening to this and they're going, well, you know what? Do I really need to do this? I've only got one or two properties in my portfolio. Is it really necessary to set this kind of stuff up? I mean, obviously we're biased, but what is your justification for getting all of this set up and doing it this way from the get-go? My justification was mm -hmm. I have a podcast as well, the Profit First RI podcast. I had a guest on there several months ago now, Pace Morby, he runs a big sub two group. And he said, if I would have set up profit first, when I first did my first deal, my first two deals or whatnot, I would have $5 million more in my bank account right now. And that, after I picked myself up off the floor, you know, and dusted myself off, they know like that was where I knew, I knew I had to get this out. No matter if you're doing one deal, a thousand deals, like I don't want you missing out. Like if you're just starting today, I don't want you to look in five years from now and saying, shoot, if I would have started this, then this is how much more I would have in my account. So that's why I say no matter where you are right now, 
You've done one deal, 10,000 deals. Set this up to get more cash into your accounts. Exactly. Very, very well said. And you guys, I highly recommend this. If you want to get into real estate investing in a serious fashion, you have to treat it as a business. And this is the simplest, most effective way to set up your business finances. Trust me, you don't need to be a yep. financial accounting whiz. I've set this up for myself. It is an absolute game changer. I can't recommend it highly enough. So David, thank you so much for being on the show. And I look yep. forward to having our web presentation where we'll dig into this even more in depth on December the 16th. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Dave. All right, everybody take care and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.